This episode of the Badass Ladies Club is sponsored by Badass Retreats. It's time to make your healing a priority. Find out more at www.blcbadassretreats.com. Welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Ladies Club. We are so excited that you are spending some time with us today. We know how valuable your time is and that everybody has the massive to-do list. The fact that you're here listening to us again on another week is just, we're so incredibly grateful. And today we're talking about surrender and letting go. Ugh, which I have to admit is totally not one of my favorite things to do. Like <laughs> it's just so big, Laurie. It's with really... everything going on right now. It's just so much. Yes. So but it's important. It's so important, and I feel like it's often misunderstood that like somehow this concept of surrender or letting go gets misunderstood as giving up. Mm-hmm. And they are very different vibes. They are very different vibes. So. I guess the first piece that I feel like is so different for me with surrender and letting go is like, I've always hung on to things so tightly. Yeah. Like death grip tightly. Um, Maybe in an effort because I thought it meant that I could control it better or that I could control the outcome better if I was like hyper-focused and like gripping it. Um, But that shit doesn't really work out, does it? No, it doesn't. And... I think that for me, that control piece of like having issues letting go is that um, people pleaser achiever mentality, because rarely is it ever for me. It's to win the approval and love of other people because I want to be like, oh, Jessica, she's the jam. She's the best. And um, I feel like in the past, if I would have just like let go and let things happen um, in their own way that may have turned out better for me. (laughs) I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe not, maybe not, but I guess either way though, because we have talked a lot recently about allowing things. Yeah. And that you can't allow things to happen and you can't allow the universe to unfold in front of you when you are like grasping and holding on to whatever it is that you you want so tightly, you know, Um, that the universe um, will not override your freak show of control that you're trying to put on a situation. And that I always have operated from this idea that like what I'm doing is going to get me to where I want to be. And sometimes the doing is not nearly as powerful as the letting go and allowing part of it. And so this whole concept of surrender, what so like surrender on its name alone is like, I think about, whatever, like a battle or in wartime or whatever, you know, like the person who loses like like, hands up white flag. Yeah. The loser surrenders. Right. And so surrender always had this connotation of like, you're the loser because you gave up on the battle and then somebody else won. Right. And that is totally the opposite. I feel like because surrender, the way I look at it now is so much more to do with like trust. Like, right. That I trust that the outcome is going to be in the greatest good for all and that I trust the universe and I trust spirit to, you know, bring me what's meant for me. And that the only way that can happen is if I surrender this idea of what I think the outcome should be. 
mm-hmm. which again, I'm not going to lie, really fucking sucks for I like know, the control freak part of me, you know, like, um, and so what are some ways that make it easier for us to like surrender and let go a little bit of outcomes and expectations? I think allowing yourself space, um, to get quiet and reflect for yourself because it's really hard to trust the universe when you have all this shit coming at you and all these people's, I mean, opinions, whether it be out of love or whatever else, um, that I do me personally, I do a lot better with surrendering and trusting the universe. If I get quiet within myself, Um, just because I have that weird validation thing in me that like, I need other people's whatever opinions or advice. And if I just kind of shut that out and get quiet within myself, then I'm like, okay, universe, you have me. It's okay. I can allow this to happen. I also feel like there's a lot of relief, like that. Usually whatever it is that needs to be surrendered is something that's not, quote unquote, working out the way that you think it's supposed to. And that it's easier to surrender or to let go of an outcome if you will change your A environment. So like wherever you are, I find that usually when I'm at home is when I like want to freak out about, is there going to be enough money? Or how am I going to pay for this? Or what am I going to do with that? You know, and that like getting out of my house and going on a walk or even just like going to a coffee shop, changing my scenery helps me surrender and let go of whatever it is that I'm holding on to too tightly, you know, Um, and then movement, obviously, I feel like is helpful. Um, Even I've been laughing so much that I've been working a lot on music lately for breathwork sets and like. At the beginning of a set, we usually have a dance party. And so I have to like decide, okay, so this is the set. What kind of dance music do we want to listen to to dance party at the beginning? And that I've been dancing in a chair a lot, like listening to Mm -hmm. stuff and bouncing and stuff and how good it feels to move your body sometimes, even unconsciously. Or um, Super Bowl was last night. Oh, my God. Best halftime show of my freaking life, I'm just going to say. And I was straight like thug thump in my head the whole time, you know, and we were laughing like my brother was like, how many times did you say, oh, shit last night? And I was like, oh, my God, like a dozen, you know, um, but that that movement in your body shakes things up. So you're not obsessing about whatever it is that you cannot let go of that you can't surrender to. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, like changing your scenery, changing your your body and changing that state Um, or sometimes. Like, I love water, so, like, showers and baths and things that just, like, get you out of wherever you are Um, Mm mood-wise really helps with the surrender and the letting go part. Right. Or something really cathartic about, I mean, literally that shower water washing things down the drain. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's a meditation, you know, Mm -hmm. that comes through. But I've pointed out several times to Aubrey over the last few months, like we're truly living in the best time in the entire world that we have access to hot water. Yeah. Like that there's been lots of human existence where people probably didn't have showers. And if they did, it was not hot water. But the fact that I can go into my bathroom and turn on hot water and stand under it, like (laughs) 
Thank you, God. Because that shit is saving my life on the regular. (laughs) And I appreciate that at such a high level. Like that is a human experience that I live for. Um, Yeah. Hot water's it. It's a thing. It's a jam. (laughs) Um, There's this other part of letting go that's like letting go of things not meant for you. Mm. Which I've done a lot of over the last year. And even this whole human design conversation, and I've talked a couple of times about that I'm a manifesting generator and this idea that MGs change their mind a lot, right? And that it gets them labeled as uh, not being very reliable or they're kind of flaky or whatever. And it's so fascinating to me that my entire life, I was the most reliable person and totally not flaky. And once I committed to something... I was in it 110%, even if it was fucking killing me. It did not matter. I Mm -hmm. would not quit. I would not change my mind. I would not shift and pivot into something else because I'd made a commitment. And I did that because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. I thought that's what was going to get me to this happiness place, right? And turns out that didn't work out the way that I thought it was going to. And you're like, oh, wait, I'm killing myself. Yeah, like murdering me. And that the freedom came from me being willing to let go of things that weren't working for me anymore. Instead of me just like... Digging your heels in and being prideful. And suffering even more, you know, and feeling obligated to do the damn thing. And that it's really only been six months or so that I've been into this idea that, you know what, if I'm not feeling it, maybe I should not do it. And pay attention to this for a little while. And it doesn't mean I don't do the thing anymore. I'm getting really good at like pushing things away because that's not what's currently happening. And now I'm going to work on this for a while. And if I like it, well, then I'll keep working on it. And if I don't, well, then I'm going to push it away. And then I'm going to work on this Mm -hmm. for a little while. And that that in years past would have seemed very flaky. And like I was noncommittal and that I was all over the place. And in actuality, it's kind of the way that I'm wired. But I have to be willing to let go of the things that aren't meant for me. And that sometimes that feels like a betrayal, you know, like to start something and not finish it. And there's so much weird shame around like not completing a project or not following through on something. And that um, it's actually takes a lot of strength to let go of things that aren't for you and to not force yourself into this punishing place where you're, you know, like sometimes it's a relationship. Sometimes it's a work environment. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's an obligation that you have with a family member to do something like whatever it is. You don't have to do shit. You can do whatever you want to do and you get to change your mind. Yeah. And a big part of that is falling into this letting go of things that aren't meant for us. Yeah. You know, it's so funny you're saying that because I was thinking about that the other day and that like, what's the line of letting go of something that wasn't meant for you versus not giving up to achieve your dream or, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a great, it's, it's, I feel like it's a very fine line, Mm -hmm. you know, because there are lots of people out there that never really achieve their dreams. I mean, have you ever watched American Idol? Yeah. Right. You know, like all those terrible people that you cringe through their auditions and yeah. they're like, no, I want to be a singer. Mm-hmm. And you're like, honey, this isn't for you. Right. You know, and um, it, I mean, there's a lot more like relatable experiences than that. But, no, but I, this is so good because yeah. uh, this is straight up Amanda Francis stuff, but it falls into that this or something better. Yeah. That even and so to the American Idol. Right. Right. If you get on the stage and they're like, no, this isn't for you and you need to find something else to do with your life, 
that you can still be really passionate about singing, performing, being a star and surrender to this or something better. What do I really love about singing? Well, what I really love is the being on stage and the lights and the audience, you know, like, and so maybe they're not a singer. Maybe they're a public speaker or maybe they're, you know, like that if there's something that you're doing, that's not your thing, that there's something about that, that you really love and you enjoy and that you are called to do. And when you let go enough and you surrender enough to say, okay, so if this isn't going to work out, bring me something better that something better shows, right. you know, and it's that, not saying like, oh, plan B, my fallback plan. Of, it's not a failure right. that that went down, you know, and it's not. Um, it's not a because, again, it's not about powering through on your dream and I'm not going to give up on my mm-hmm. dream. And then you're beating your head against the wall because you've already defined what the dream is, how it's going to work, how it's going to come to you. Like you've worked out the whole plan. It's so much easier to say, I love this feeling on being of being on stage. I love the wardrobe and the hair and makeup and the lights and the feel of the crowd. If it's not performing music, this or what something is better, you know, yeah. and then you've surrendered to this idea that it may come to you in a different way and an even better way that you hadn't even thought of before because you allowed it to because you surrendered to that vibe. And you still held close to the dream, to -hmm. the parts of it that really resonated with you. So it's both and, yeah, like you don't, you don't give up on a dream. You just get really clear about what the dream is. Mm -hmm. Um, And a really good example of that is me and makeup. Yeah. I freaking love makeup, right? It was, it's what I've done for so very long. But it wasn't the dream. It was something I was doing and I was good at, but it also still kind of felt foreign to me, you know, like where when I would hang out with other makeup artists, I knew like they would talk about it and they had this kind of passion, this kind of drive for it that I knew I didn't have. All of my friends are hairdressers. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like my hairdresser friends that did hair, you know, that were like, I must do this. I have to do this. It's my calling. I breathe it, you know, um, I liked it and I liked the culture and I liked the people and I liked the travel and I liked the cool, fun things we got to do, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the about thing. the makeup, you know? Yeah. And, but I held to that hard and fast and I did things that like I, things that weren't meant for me that yeah. kept me from doing some of the things that were meant for me, you know, until I surrendered the idea that there may be something better. Yeah. And there was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, surrender is a real fuckety thing. I think when you talk about like, fuckety. If I you love like, this word. I know it's my new favorite. <laughs> That's an even Elsa word. You can totally tag her oh on my that. God. Like, um, yeah. So lady. because it does, like I said, like you were talking about, if it's about giving up on your dreams, that's like waving the white flag, right? which is not what it is, you know, like that it is this spiritual concept that does have a lot of freedom and yeah, grace behind mm-hmm. it. Um, what was the last thing you had to really let go of? <laughs> I guess that's a loaded question today, isn't it? Like That is a very loaded question. Y'all, if I seem like a space cadet today, <laughs> it's because I am. Um, Let's talk about it, Jessica. We got a podcast. Like I just closed the salon yesterday. I worked there for a long time. 11 years. Yeah. It was the first stylist hired there. The I mean, the I wasn't like the... Laurie was the first employee hired there, really. Yeah. But I was the, you first, were the first hairdresser, like, hairdresser there. Yeah. 
and I was the last <laughs> hairdresser there with yeah. a couple others. Um, and what a beautiful, frustrating, perfect example that mm. salon was to this surrender conversation. Mm. I mean, I had a death grip on that place mm. and I was like, I will not let it go. Yeah, I won't. This is going to work. God damn it. You know, and Laurie, how many times over the years was the universe telling us like, this is not it. I, I couldn't count okay. on all my fingers and toes like just, that many times. Like, I'm just putting it out there for anyone who has ever worked there or hell, the higher ups, if you're listening, highly doubt you are. But if you are, um, that's not to say that we were doing anything wrong or bad no. or, you know, it's just it's not what it's about. The energy was never there. Yeah. And um, that. I was so stubborn in this idea of not being a failure mm -hmm. that I had to make it work because everyone thought I was fucking crazy for working there. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. I'm saying that I have a lot of hairdresser friends that are like, oh, I can never work in a culture like that. And I was like, well, the culture really works for me and I'm going to prove it to you why it works for me. Yeah. And, you know, that it was just, um, you know, and I think that there are some great things about the culture there. Obviously, yes. or you wouldn't have been there for so oh long, and God. neither would I. Yes. Like, um, It's just that a few months ago when I decided, okay, this isn't it. I'm not saying it got easier because Lord knows it didn't. Definitely not. Um, it actually got harder. It got angrier. It got more sad. It also got lighter. And the moment that I said, this isn't my problem anymore. Mm -hmm. This isn't my issue. My name's not on the sign. Yeah. Someone else's is. That um, I felt so much better. Mm -hmm. And it, um, it's just an interesting time to be talking about surrender and letting go. Yeah. Well, and this is actually a great setup without <laughs> even knowing we were going to talk about this. Well done setting this up. Um, Which, by the way, Laurie and I decided like two minutes ago what we were talking about. So we're totally prepared. We were totally um, prepared. I mean, what am I talking about? That surrender and letting go is what makes space. Mm-hmm. And that if you don't make space, then there's no room to invite in other things. All the good stuff. The things that maybe are meant for you. And if we can go all the way back to like one of our first episodes when Becca Ashman was here. Mm -hmm. I remember how it hit me in the gut at the time when she said, what is meant for you will not pass you by. And she was talking about like makeup jobs. Right. And girls being like, oh, I wish I got that. You know, I thought I was going to get well, that, that job. job you know, that you. well, that job wasn't meant for you. You know, yeah. like what's meant for you will not pass you by. And that that falls into this deep trust conversation of knowing that like. Even in booking Costa Rica, like how many people oh have come to us and said that they want to go to Costa Rica and that we've been like, OK, awesome. And then something happens that they're not able to come to it, right? Literally that, today. Like literally, 
every day for the last two weeks. Okay. Like no joke. And I go back to that space of, you know what? The right people for this trip are going to be able to come, you know, and there won't be anything that gets in the way of that. The people who wanted to come that can't are meant for another trip. Like the right group will not pass us by. Okay, like I trust infinitely that the right people are going to come to the right offerings. It's like that when we sell breathwork. It's like that when we sell art workshops, like anything that we've sold that it takes so much pressure off of you. You know, like when you were saying that when you realized that you could let it go and it made things a little bit easier, Mm -hmm. it takes the weight off of feeling like we're doing something wrong or that we didn't do something right. And that's why it's not working out like that. That's bullshit surrendering and letting go makes space for the right thing to come. And then you don't have to be all like uppity and in charge about shit. We can just allow it to come. And I know how annoying that is to hear that when you're really forcing and trying and holding on to shit. Like it is not what you want to hear because it's not what I want to hear. You know, like I would rather just like boss lady it death grip it and make it fucking happen because mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to do. That's what my conditioning tells me. Right. And that shit will make you miserable. Miserable. Because you can't control it. Exclamation. Yeah. Double exclamation. point. <laughs> Bold um, italics underlined. Yeah. Exclamation. That you have to hang on loosely. Yeah. And you got to be clear about what you want and you got to be flexible about the how. Mm-hmm. And you have to have the deep trust. Yeah. Which is something that most of us don't even know how to have. Like learning to have the deep trust is the healing journey. That's what it's all about, you know, is can you trust it? And can you let go enough? Can you surrender to that? So surrender is not for the losers. Surrender is actually for the winners, you know, like, and that it's just another example of something that we were taught that's completely fucking backwards that wrecks your ability to dance with life in this way where it delivers you exactly what you're asking for without all the stress and the drama to it um you know this other concept of making space that i love so much is in uh, the concept of like forgiveness that it's hard to it's hard to redefine the way that you think the world works when you're so hung up on being angry at people for like what they did or what they didn't do mm-hmm. and that forgiveness makes a lot of space for you to Uh, decide how you want the world to work, you know? Yeah. And forgiving yourself, which in this concept of like the salon and letting that go, everything, like it's so fascinating to me and it'll probably be more fascinating in like 10 years (laughs) for us to look back on this and see the trajectory of how you and I have similar experiences but eight months apart from each other because that's the distance between me letting go of the salon and you letting go of the salon Mm -hmm. and that the biggest hurdle in all of that was me forgiving myself for the plethora of things that I felt responsible for that didn't go right while I worked there you know and some of those things were things I allowed myself to be victim of and some of those things were things that I was the perpetrator of you know like and that on all fronts I had no room and space to grow and decide what I wanted my life to look like and really be able to embrace that after the salon until I could forgive a lot of that shit that happened in the salon Mm -hmm. 
And that's sticky and it's hard and nobody wants to look at that. You know, like nobody like willingly is like, hmm, let me dig into all my shit that I'm shamed about and feel terrible about and resolve it and say you did the best that you could, Laurie, and it's okay, you know? Um, and then forgive people that you don't have an opportunity to talk to or resolve anything with. Like for that forgiveness is this weird thing that doesn't involve other people. And we think that it does, you know? Yeah. But it, it doesn't actually have to be doesn't. this two-way conversation. No. And honestly, it really shouldn't be in my opinion anymore. I know we're not talking about forgiveness, but I just mean like in the in the space that it created for me to decide what I was going to do next and what really resonated with me, like I couldn't have done that if I hadn't put to bed all of this, yeah, like shit that was holding me down and holding me back. Um, and again, like a lot of circumstances, some of that was victim mentality and some of that was that I had done wrong mentality and that all of those things had to be resolved. And that created immense space. And now, and I think maybe it's also part of like that human design manifesting generator thing that like once I got the hang of the idea that the letting go of it and the surrendering to it and being like, yeah, I don't know what to do with this, but I'm going to give it up and say that I'm not going to hold on to it anymore and just allow things to be and take my hands off of it, that things start to move faster that way and the energy flows easier and things shift into place. And then the path is revealed and you start feeling led, you know, like you realize you're being led and that you are co-creating with this thing that's like, oh God, I'm so glad that you're in the game now yeah. and that you're not hung up on the shit that hurts you and instead are making space for the things that you're trying to bring in. And, um, and so it does get easier. But in the beginning, it felt like failure. Hell. And in the beginning, it felt like I was the loser of the situation because I was surrendering. And that that is just, especially in America, <laughs> it's not, uh, you don't strive to be the loser. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this achiever mentality is just so fucked. Like, you hit the nail on the head, too. Um, you know, for me, these last few months, because I've been such a doer, especially since you haven't been there um, for the last, how many months has it been? Eight, eight months. Eight months. Um, the doer, the decision maker, the, you know, the minute that I just was like, this isn't mine anymore. Mm -hmm. And people whether it be employees or clients ask me questions. I'm like, that's a really great question. You should ask someone else. Yeah. You know, um, because I'm done because my energy can no longer go toward this. And I mean that with all the love and respect in the world. Yeah. Like, um, cause like you said, I wouldn't have stayed if it wasn't important to me. And it very much was and a huge, amazing part of my life and a source of a lot of wounds yeah. that I've needed to heal. And, you know, something that I, I made this big, long Facebook post last night, if any of y'all read it, but, um, by the time this comes out, it's going to be like weeks ago, yeah. but, um, what I wanted to say in that post, but I didn't know exactly how to verbalize it was all the employees we've ever had at that salon. I wish 
they would have gotten to know us now. I love this version of me a lot more than I ever loved the version of me with a death grip. Yeah, totally. You know, um, that, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, but, um, that I wish that all those amazing team members that have been in and out of that place would have gotten to know us now. Uh, me specifically, I can't speak for you, but no, I, mean, I feel that, for me um, too, you know, that, um, you know, I just feel like a source of a lot of pain there Yeah, that I was responsible for, yeah. you know, and, um, a lot of those people probably feel the same way you do. Maybe everybody as they evolve and grow is like, Oh no, I'm a better person now than I was, you know, like, yeah. and in the space that we were operating in and equipped with the things that we were equipped with, um, we did the best that we could. We did. And that's what I mean about like the forgiveness thing. And like, I am really proud of a lot of the things we did. I'm there. hella proud of all the things that we did there, you know, like, um, and I know that what happened in the momentum that was going there so many times that then like derailed and fizzled so many times, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, lesser women would have bailed a lot sooner not because they were being called to but because it would have just been too much fucking work yeah and so i know that the resilience that came through all of that is part of what makes badass ladies club so strong you know like so i can see the bigger picture of how those things you know like build into one another and why we're so good at problem solving and why we're good at getting smacked down over and over again and why we're good at being fucking ignored I understand why those things make us really great at what we're doing right now and able to brush things off in a way because that we were in the trenches of that Mm -hmm. for a long, long time, you know, Mm -hmm. and that we needed outside validation and didn't get it, which is helping us now validate ourselves, you know, like that and that all of those things, we don't know, you know, like you feel like, you were a part of like a source of pain for other people. You don't know how that laid into their story and helped empower them to handle something that they have going on in their lives. You know, all humans, like our human experience, we're supposed to suffer these things, you know, like, and, um, you know, it's true of taking your first breath is fucking painful, you know? Like, being born is one of the most intense traumas you experience your whole fucking life, usually. That these are reasons that we came here, and sometimes you're the victim, and sometimes you're the perpetrator. And that all of it's part of this, like, beautiful plan that things that we're supposed to experience that help us get into the next spot. So There's so much beauty ahead. What I tell myself, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I'm on board with that, (laughs) for sure. So whatever it is um, that you're ready to let go of or surrender to or make space for, just know that, like, you are held, you are supported. It's fine. It's fine. Just try and loosen your grip and go stand in the sunshine for a minute and have a small dance party or go get in the shower. Like, we're here for you. We see you. We want to hear all about how making space is changing your life. And share this episode with someone who may need that message. It would mean so much. We love you guys. Have a great week and we'll see you next Monday.